This is Channel 253. In this episode of What Say You? What does hair have to do with anything? Now, now, if the boy, if okay, if the boy had lice, go sit your ass down and get treated. Okay, I can understand that. You hear me, Audrey? No, for real. Oh, you silly! I can't even with you. Channel two five three is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. What say you? Real sisters. Real talk. What say you? Down-to-earth conversations between sisters about life, work, family, and the pursuit of an anti-racist community. Hi, I'm Audrey. And I'm Melanie. What What say say you? Hey, sister. Hey, girl. Hey. Girl, it has been a long time since I was on the mic with you. It it has. Mm. I mean, over a month? Mm -hmm. It's been a while. And I know our listeners don't have any concept of time. Right. These just just show up. But it has been a while. How you been? What's going on? Ooh, let's see. Well, the new year came in. Yep. And... January's gone. It is. And I have no idea what happened. It was like, whoop, yeah. it's a blur. No, I'm serious. We're I'm in serious. 2020. It's, it's, it's 2020. January's over. It, January's gone. I remember what I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the work week. I remember <laughs> getting, I do distinctly remember getting up on Monday and feeling a little sluggish, sluggish. Because it was after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So this is giving some context into where we are now. Mm. And then I don't know what happened Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Mm. But I remember yesterday. Okay. Friday. Well, you know, that's important. It, I don't know. As long it, as we say stay in the present, if yesterday is your, well, it's your present. That's the best oh. I can do. That's the best I can do. That's the, what have you been doing? Uh, girl, you know I'm busy. Let me ask you, before you switch to me, did you uh-huh. make any New Year's resolutions? Mm-hmm. And how have you been doing it since mm-hmm. we're past January? And by the time they hear this, maybe even into March. So no. Um, how you doing on anything that you said you might do in this new, this new year, this new decade, this new era? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I didn't make. I don't and I didn't make any New Year's resolutions. Uh, well... I don't know if this is a resolution or a refocus, but I did say to myself, I am going to do a better job of staying close to God. Oh, okay. And for me, that keeps me centered and it reduces external noise mm-hmm. that makes me lose focus on whatever it is he wants me to do. So that's my that's my intention and daily intent in 2020. Mhm. You know, I just thought immediately I'm thinking God's a woman. 
Um, but anyway, let me God God is whomever Exactly, right? You whomever choose. you uh choose. Thank you for that. And uh I hope, you know, these words that we're speaking today resonating with our listeners and uh them checking in on what they said they was gonna do in the new year. Just 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 a heart check. What I've you been say doing, you was gonna do? I said I was just gonna be a better person. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm just gonna do better. And that is in my daily walk. Yeah, I didn't want to put a lot of stress on myself about one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. You know, lose these forty pounds that I know I need to lose. Mm. Well, they just gonna stay with me till they gone. Whatever. Okay. And every Whatever. day, I'm, every day I'm gonna do better. And do better means how I just show up in the spaces that are ordained and ordered for me to show up, and mm-hmm. then make sure that I stand in truth. And so. Truth nowadays is so so necessary because um, we're living we're living in a time which is taking us into our show. Why you say that, right? Why you do that? Why you do that? Why you do Why that? Why you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why you do that? Why? Let's just get in. Why? Why? Hold on. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. a but. Why U.S. Senate? Mm. Do you? Have a trial, mm. and you ain't got no witnesses. Mm. Mm. I'm not trying to get political, because mm. we don't do that. Mm-mm. We, Melanie and Audrey, right. we don't do that. We just talking about basic human, humanity. Yeah, exactly. Basic exactly. human uh, walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You expect me to believe... Mm. As a human, mm-hmm. as a person that has a moral conscience, as a person that does believe in God, as a person that stands on uh, being a part of humanity, you expect me to believe that anything like what happened in the quote unquote impeachment trial in the Senate, air quotes, air quotes, was fair and impartial mm-hmm. as is a trial supposed to be. And when you blatantly stand in front of the American people, and trust me, when you say the American people, I'm one of them yes. people. Yes, yes. So please don't speak for me mm-hmm. in the broad brush sense of the word to say what the American, pe- American people want. hmm I don't want that. I want to hear all the evidence. I want to hear the good, bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to make an informed decision for myself. I don't need you to do all the commentating and this, that, and another, and inserting your opinions and what should be and it, uh, uh, uh. If what I'm looking at smells foul... Is foul. Is foul. Mm-hmm. I understand that. So don't talk to me like I'm stupid. Right. Oh, that's. And I right am there. outraged that there is a government that purports to represent me as a citizen and a human mm-hmm. that they did that. They did. And that. I'm just saying, why you do why that? Why you do that? Yeah, that right there. Um, this whole impeachment 
process or lack thereof. It just, it moves us closer. When I say us, the American people, it moves us closer to, uh, well, further away from our center. Let's put it like that. Yep. We've been away from our our center in America for a while. But this right here, when you know what you know, you've seen what you've seen, you've heard it from from the 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 devil's mouth, and this he can't do no wrong. Okay. So I'll... if there if there is no accountability for these actions of his, then what does he need to do to be when will they hold him accountable? What has to happen? What has to happen for our government to start voting and holding accountable moral right and wrong? Not only moral right and wrong. Hell, in this case, he was just wrong all the way. But it, there seems to be nothing that he can do that can't be explained, ignored, or covered up. Okay, listen, I ain't even trying to talk about him. I am. Okay, I mean, no, well, no, no, no. Listen, 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 Linda. Um, I, I, it's not him because remember we talk. I mean, it is him. I mean, it's all about him that way. But as far as as where I have influence and what I can do, remember we were talking earlier about with all the U.S. presidents that have come in our lives, in our lifetime, it's really hard for us to put our hands specifically on something that is affecting our day-to-day 24-7. Yeah, I said that in my memory, for me, there has been no one president that has done anything to affect my day-to-day life. Whomever was elected, I still got my same damn bills, Mm -hmm. still got my same job, still got my same friends, my same car. I mean, so yes, one person, that individual cannot, does not affect has never affected my day-to-day life. With the exception, and I did say this, but I was young, with the exception of uh, President Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Why so? And, and is it Johnson? Who, who, signed B. The, Johnson. who signed the Civil Rights Act? Johnson. So then, yes. So that, that affected my day-to-day life. But you didn't know that when but he I did it. But I didn't know that when he did it. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. That, that, so one man cannot change your life. He ain't the boss of us, which is, my, bo- which is my point, is that he is affecting our day-to-day life in the mental health perspective and the moral health perspective because it's poison and it's seeping into our psyche and it's getting with our kids and it's boiling down into the community. And that's where I'm standing, right here in the 253, the people Oh, we that- just saw that flag. 
on the other yeah, street? Yeah, just right down the street uh-huh. here from waving where we produced, waving in the wind, mm-hmm. it says that person's name. Mm-hmm. And so I keep my eye on what it is that affects me at home and what, you know, what it is that, that I can do. And so when we're talking about the moral fabric, yeah. when the government has modeled for our children that there is no level of accountability when you do wrong. Mm-mm. And when they're modeling for our children that the way to get ahead is to call people names and trash them in the public and shame. And, you know, this is backwards. And so now we have to work extra, extra, extra hard to talk about kindness. And people that are in my life that spew that hate, oh, honey, you know, I'm looking for reasons to let go of people on my Facebook because I got 5,000 friends, oh. so I got to let people go in order to to uh, get some new ones. And so nowadays, I'm perusing my own page and anything that remotely, that I used to say was discourse, um, that remotely sounds stupid, it's like, girl, bye. Right. Boy, bye. I've done that. Click, click, you know, because I'm just done with giving any portion of the 24 hours that I have on mm-hmm. this earth daily that God has given me to anything stupid like that. And 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 people say, well, I can have my opinion and blah, blah, blah. Listen, I'm not standing on no politics. What is a freaking Democrat and right. a Republican yeah, and a Unitarian and a— uh, maybe that was the religious party. I'm sorry. <laughs> um Libertarian, libertarian and <laughs> vegetarian, <laughs> pescatarian. Right? I'm, <laughs> she running on but the pescatarian. I'm running platform. on the pescatarian ticket. No, I'm just saying. I'm not. How about a humanitarian? On that cra- human- how ba- girl, how, give, me, how about, give me a fist pump. How about that. a humanitarian? Boom. We have one. How about we have one party? Mm-hmm. The humanitarian party, mm. and then everybody gets to get up and. Talk about their point of view, and then we choose. We get to vote for the best humanitarian, because people hide behind parties. Yeah, and it. I, I do not debate under. Oh, I do not debate under a party name. Anything that comes out of my mouth is all about human to human interactions, connections, morality right and wrong under God's watch. Yep. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yep. So I, I you cannot you cannot engage me in conversation about the left and the right about the Democrats or Republicans or the other ones because that has no meaning. I I don't that has no meaning. And part of the problem, the issue that we're having now and what happened with this whole sham is that we people are blindly following an ideology yep versus listening watching and making informed decisions and that right there is a problem when you're following an ideology especially one that is is just awful. I was um but anyway, I was on Facebook. Why they I, do that? Why they do that? I'm going to close it up though on this one. I was on um Ali's page, you know our friend Asila. 
that, yes. yeah, that has been our friend. So her, her man. Yes. Um, so I was on his page mm-hmm. and, uh, he was, he had some really deep writings and, um, uh, just talking about pretty much the same thing that we're talking about ideologies. And there was a brother on his page named Frederick that, um, talked about, uh, uh, white superiority, and and he was talking. I'm just going to read this. It's like nearly 15 centuries ago. He wrote this. He before whom no sane creature would dare claim superiority, admonished men that noble or slave they were of common origin. Whether you're noble or whether you're a slave, you are of common origin, um, and that nobility. Listen to this, because mm-hmm. this is where I think we're missing. Nobility was rooted in the deeds of a man's hands, Mm -hmm. the truthfulness of his tongue, and the purity of his thoughts rather than in his bloodline. Ooh. Okay. And that that is uh that's gonna lead me down a whole nother line of a census conversation. But when we talk about the bloodline and people trying to be white and maintain whiteness and centered, which all this made up uh, social constructs and ideology. The bottom line is, it's I, I really like that piece about the nobility of your tongue and in your hands, the work that you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when we look up the chain right now, in terms of who's supposed to be our leader, I am absolutely outraged. And my rage, I'm turning into um, a stronger commitment for service you know, and working in the community. So that's enough said on on that for me. We can end that one with, I don't know why they did that. Why they did that. I don't know. Uh Uh-huh. Now, there have been some other moments. Why you do that? Uh, Why? I know you got one. (laughs) You called me last night. Girl, why she do that? Why she? That's exactly what I said. Why she do that? So. Talk about it. Gail. Mm. Gail King. You know Oprah's friend. Oprah's best friend. Gail. Girl. Girl. <laughs> why, girl, why you do that? Girl. girl. You put your foot in mean, your mouth. Um, you I didn't what? say mouth. I said in your mouth. mouth. Mm. Girl, okay. So let's start at the beginning. Okay. Because I'm going to say she made it worse. So she committed a foul. And let me lay out the foul. Let's give the context because they don't... Gail was Gail was interviewing Lisa Leslie, star NBA player. I think she retired. WNBA retired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Gail was doing an interview with Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie was a very good friend. uh, Was very good friends with Kobe Bryant, Mm. and. We all know by now the tragedy of Kobe, his daughter, and And seven other people, friends. And so anyway, during Gail's interview with Lisa Leslie about Lisa Leslie's career and all of that. Yeah, this is about Lisa Leslie. This is about, the interview was about Lisa Leslie. Mm Mm-hmm. Gail chose to ask the question she brought up their friend Kobe's friendship with Lisa and confirmed all that and then she chose to reach 
all the way back to 2003. Three, I think it is. And ask Lisa the question about the rape, alleged rape allegations that Kobe went through back then. Alleged. Alleged. And Lisa said, because... Gail was asking, you know, so what did you think back then? Did you know anything? And basically, Lisa was like, no, Mm-mm. I didn't. And I didn't think anything of it because that was not the kind of person that Kobe was. That, that, that I, I knew, knew Kobe to, to be. be. Mm-hmm. That, was not, that was not the kind of person I knew Kobe to be. And... Um, and then she, what did she and say? And she gave examples of, yeah, I hang out with other players that, that you know, hey, Lisa, you know, go get that girl, go do this. But that wasn't uh, Kobe. And then uh, Gail, Gail came back, was like, well, you just didn't see it. You didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, you didn't see it. She does, so she doubled down. Yes, she, she did. She pursued, mm-hmm. right? And again, Elisa was uh, very, she was very gracious. gracious. She was like, mm-mm. She said, no, I, I know I, I may not have seen it, but I, you know, basically I know who Kobe was. And she said, and I think the media should just leave it there. Yes. Stop it, Gail. That's what, basically what she was that saying. That was it. Stop it. And then. And then uh, CBS. Nah, wait. Oh. But then, and then Gail said. But yeah, she no, she tripled down because then she said, uh, "But the witness didn't uh, come forward, you know." So she was tripling down, but the witness didn't come forward, and then it was ultimately sev- settled in a civil suit. I mean, like doubled down and had a little bit of funkiness about her. She pursued. She asked the question. She pursued answers. Yep. Got a little funky at the end. Mm, show did. And so that was that. That was a small piece of the overall interview with Lisa Leslie. So by now, if you never, if you hadn't haven't heard about this, this may it's like okay, so what? Big deal. That's what journalists do, and so what? Well, the backlash came when CBS released a clip, a promotional clip of the interview before it aired, and. Th- Lo and behold, the clip, the promotional clip was that segment of the interview where Gail is asking Lisa about Kobe. Mm. And the Internet goes wild. How disrespectful. This is ridiculous. Why would you do that? He's dead. Think about his family. Why would you drag up that trash? I mean, the Internet goes wild. So Gail, fragile Gail, Mm. Gail, instead of owning it, is now playing victim. She's the victim. This is happening now. Yeah. Like today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's playing the victim. She is playing victim. She is outraged. She did not know CBS was going to, was going to release that clip and they why would they do just that she did a full-blown clip or no clip you said it half did i say that i'm sorry doug we sorry Mm. because my thought is girl you asked the question so no matter what clip you created the clip she did not have to ask that question did and therefore i asked why you do that Mm. why would you even bring go there that up number one is old is it's it's uh as ti said it's dead and gone 
Mm. Literally, he did. And that's gone. That's back in history. And it is so inappropriate. My perspective again. Let me calm down. It is so inappropriate. His wife is still out there. She is. I can't even imagine the level of grief that she's going through. And you going to pull a scab, a old scab off now? I'm saying, what is your intention, Gail? What was you thinking? Because you could leave that kind of journalism to the, to, some, to the uh, uh, I can't even think tabloids. of the word, the tabloids yeah. and all of that that want to go after that kind of mess. You know, why did, why, Gail, why you, why, why you do that? Why you, well, and, and, and then, and then here's the thing. I, the fact that she is playing the victim and, and double, triple downing on being the victim and trying to blame CBS for that. And clip. then she got Oprah too. She, you know, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah running, around, right, running Oprah around, running around. And you know, I have never spoken an ill word of Oprah in my whole life. Never. And this is not an ill word. This is just fact. This Oprah, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? I know that's your best friend, but you need to coach your best friend on the side, and you do not have to stick up for her publicly when she is not in. in yeah, both of y'all go wrong. sat down. This is wrong. Please. This is wrong. Please. At the end of the day, Gail, you ask the question. CBS did not hold a gun. I did not see a gun to your head. Now, if somebody was behind you with a gun at your back, that's a whole nother story. Mm. But you could have made some faces. You could have made some faces and we would have rescued you, but you didn't do that. Mm-mm, you didn't so ask for help. All we Nothing. saw was you sitting with Lisa Leslie having an interview and you brought went that there. Up. You went there. Mm-hmm. And that was that that was wrong. And there's nothing that you can say that's gonna make it right. Nothing, because you know, you can't unring a bell. With that said, you could have at least owned it and said there was a lapse in your judgment. My yeah, people. Because I don't understand what inside of you, Gail, that you would think that this was an appropriate question at this, especially at especially this time. at this time. Especially at this time. And if Kobe was sitting in front of you with the interview, are you going to drag that up? But anyway, that would be that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to just take that out of there. It was I'm just, just going to say. It was d- inappropriate, disrespectful on every single level. On every and, level. and your lack, Gail, your lack of accountability is appalling. Just appalling. And if your producers put that in front of you, don't you have authority to say, I ain't doing that? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-mm. Absolutely. So, I mean, she made a mistake. And instead of just saying, or I'm hoping that she sees she made a mistake. And but see, this is where Maya Angelou, she gives us the, the uh, even from her grave, the, the deepest wisdom. When people show you who they are, believe, believe them. them. Mm-hmm. Okay. When people show you who they are, believe them. And so, Gail, girl, say sorry. You know, just say sorry. And, and take yourself out the picture and think about Vanessa and, and the kids. Yes. Vanessa and the kids, why are you going to bring that up? Why would you? I mean. The kids wasn't even you know here. <clears throat> On another level, that's black on black crime. It is. It's that's violence. Black, and it, I think that's what Snoop Dogg was trying to say, too. Snoop, ooh, Snoop. And I, Snoop. <laughs> okay, Snoop was passionate, you oh. know. Snoop was like, bleep, bleep. 
Oh, but he got it out there. But he got, he it, got out. it out there. Snoop. I mm. mean, that was good. That was good. You know, we communicate in, in all ways. And people, you know, I was reading some of the, you know, comments on Snoop's uh, feedback. And people want to get stuck on on you know his the cussing, his cussing mm-hmm. and not really listening to his passion uh-huh. and, and what he's actually saying and so yeah there the, ain't nobody a victim here except for uh Kobe and Gianna and the folks and that all that the lost their life the those families. are the victims so don't even be trying to jump up nope. on here like y- you all hurt and stuff yeah you know you put yourself out there like that Girl, and, go sit, um, sit down. Just go yeah. sit down. Let it be. Okay. Let and it we be. asked. We asked at the beginning why you do that, and clearly there is no answer. Mm. It's just you. Just mm. okay. Go anyway. And then what about right here in Washington? Girl, related it's to this. It's not in the two five three, but Mm-mm. it's up the road. Where is uh, Camus? Camus. I don't know. Camus. Doug, you know where Camus is? Because I don't think black people live in Camus. Yeah, it's down on the Columbia River, um, just uh, east Almost in of Oregon. Vancouver. It's south. It's, it's like a mill town on the Columbia River. It might be close well, to where. <clears throat> clearly, mm. there's some there's some human pollution <laughs> along that mill. <laughs> in Camus. In Camus, because uh, Camus High School principal. Uh oh. Leader. Lisa Sejkora. Girl, I don't know how to Girl, pronounce spell that. Spell it. S e j k o r a. Liza L i z a Liza Lisa. Mm-hmm. Sedge Cora. And she was suspended this week. Thank you, Jesus. As she should. But but let's let's let the listeners the, into why. She was suspended this week because she wrote a post on her personal Facebook. Again, this is uh related to Kobe's and the tragedy helicopter tragedy with all the people that passed she wrote a post on her personal facebook that said quote not gonna lie seems to me that karma karma caught up with the rapist today no she girl girl i repeat she wrote on her personal facebook page not gonna lie Seems to me that karma caught up with the rapist today. Mm. Seems like karma caught she up with her. She did that on January 26th, the day of. The, the day? D- the day of. <gasps> oh, my God. Why you do that? Girl, why? What is your intention? What did you expect to come of that? I... When I heard about, first heard about this, I, and I saw them, they interviewed her. Um, They did an interview on the news with her. And in hindsight, she's all apologetic. Now, and listen at this, listen at this. She had a visceral reaction because she had been raped before. So that makes you insensitive. Mm. Is that is that how we do things now? Mm. It it blew my mind. It blew my mind. 
that even in death and tragedy, there are subhumans out there, because that's what I'm going to call her, who can't, who don't have a drop of empathy in their veins, in their body. Are you kidding me? Lisa, Liza, whatever the hell your name is. Mm. In Camas, Washington. That's what you do. And you're the principal. This is what really concerns me. You're the principal of a high school? You're the leader? And that's what... That's how you present yourself? Yes. What? Oh, my God. See, the threat... Ooh. The threat is not from the top. The threat it ain't from the White House. I'm going to explain myself when we come back. Um, we, we need to take a break, okay? Okay. All right. We'll be back in a moment. This episode of Channel 253 is sponsored by PeaceWorks United and the Greater Tacoma Community Foundation. We're here to remind you that the 2020 census is getting underway and that you, yes, you, should participate. That's right. I know people can get nervous when someone from the government shows up with the clipboard. But here's the truth. Participating in the census will help us get our fair share of representatives to Congress. It will help us get more federal funds to our community, improve our school districts, and many other things. And you don't have to be a voter. You don't have to be a citizen, even. In terms of the census, you count. Ten questions, ten minutes. Census day is April 1st. Fill out that form. Thank you to PeaceWorks United and the Greater Tacoma Community Foundation for your sponsorship of Channel 253 and getting the word out about the 2020 census. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, We're talking about why you do that. Mm -hmm. Why you do that. And we already talked about uh, Gail and we talked about impeachment. But right now we're talking about mm, this this person that is a principal in Camas, Washington, that said an inappropriate, uh, made an inappropriate post on her Facebook. Oh, that's beyond inappropriate. I don't um, even know what the word is. Yeah, about Kobe Bryant's death, bringing him up to be a racist and linking it to karma. A rapist. A rapist, right, I'm sorry. A rapist and linking it to karma. And so uh, I was saying that the threat to humanity at this point, the greatest threat is not at, the top at the White House, because for most of us, we don't have access to that. We don't have access to that to that environment 24-7 and only in a filtered way through the news in the places that we get. It's the people that our kids are in contact with every single day that we need to be worried about. Truth. And this principle? Mm-hmm. Principle. This principle. principle. The leadership entrusted to her for the care of these community children for more time during the day than they probably even see their parents or loved ones. Mm -hmm. And they are around this mindset. Mm 
I'm scared well, about that. And so in along the same lines for over a hundred years, let's go all the way back to slavery. And then Jim Crow laws. And then now we then we were fully integrated. But still there were resistors. And so there have always been those people, and I'm using air quotes, who did not accept us as people of color. But they had to hide, like the Ku Klux Klan. They mm-hmm. wore sheets. Mm-hmm. But they were in sheets to hide the faces, right? Right. What's happening today is people still need to hide, but they just don't have the sheet on, right? So this principle is who she is inside, but that's not what she was showing them every day on the outside. Now she has shown all of us who she really is. Now she was suspended, but how do you let that toxicity go back Back to the classroom and influence your kids? Yep. She don't need to be there. She really Period. don't need to be there. I would not now I would raise my hand. No, I'm not a I'm not a betting woman, but I'm gonna say I don't even think there's one person of color in Camus. Ooh. What you think? Uh it's highly Doug, you been there? It's highly probable. I've never been there, but that would that that would be an assumption you could I Probably don't think it's far me. from. Remember when I called you that time when my job was driving me? Because uh, it's close to Oregon, right? It's getting into Oregon. And my McMinnville. McMinnville. Mm-hmm. I remember Where that. I really yeah. didn't see. No, I right. wonder how but, uh, close that is. Because I'm going to ask. What do you think, Doug? No, that's way far away. This is like right on the river, just just east of Vancouver. Ooh. Do we see it when we're on the train? If you were on the train going on the Oregon side, it would be across the, the way. In fact, if you oh. when you're coming across the bridge on I-5, if you look east and you see a cloud, that's the Pult Mill in Camas. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen that. I, well, I, okay, my, then I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I don't think they got any black people I don't think they got any Canada. black people. The only reason I'm bringing that up is um, I'm glad because if I were a person of color living there, I would not want my kids to be around mm-hmm. that. As... Humans, I'm wondering, in Camus, is there an outrage of her not being fired? You want that person around your kids or you don't care? Or do you hold the same? Are you not looking that deeply, Camus? Yeah. And see, these are the things. Okay, these are the things that keep me up at night. You know, just what are people thinking when it are are we realizing how deeply, deeply embedded this whole made up social construct of race is affecting every fiber of our being in unconscious ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you have this disease and you don't even realize that you have the disease. You're just ignoring the symptoms. 
Because racism is a disease. It is. And people are ignoring the symptoms. They want to fight about it. They don't go get checked out. And, you know, as soon as you... I, I know good and well somebody may have stumbled on our podcast that this podcast ain't for. Oh, for real. And they... um getting all bent out of shape because we're talking like this. Yep. And let me just remind you, if you are feeling some kind of way about what Orgy and I are talking about and the realness and rawness of our conversation, please know this ain't for you. It's not for you. Mm -mm. It really isn't. You are welcome to delete or, you know, we invite you. Just unsubscribe on and a do human whatever. level. Move, you don't want to be on. this, you know, human to human and 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 talk about real things. We're not making this stuff up, okay? No, no. no. All right. So, and, and the reason that we talk like this because we know that we do have friends in our lives that appreciate us talking like this. White friends, yes. in particular. How do we know? Because they tell us. Absolutely. They reach out. They let us know that they appreciate this conversation because otherwise, since many of them don't have no black friends, they don't get a chance to be inside our minds or our heads or mm-hmm. even when we say stuff that they've never um, thought about before in a context that we might bring up, mm-hmm. it helps a lot. Yes. And so we we found our space in terms of being necessary to contribute to the uh, community dialogue on this matter. And we ain't trying to talk to people that are in denial. My spirit just said, say that, because I feel like there may be a person or two that got their panties in a bunch. I'm well, just like, change the channel. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the day, Liza, Lisa, Camus, Washington, I don't think we can answer the question, Liza, Lisa, why why you do that? I it, Ugh. Mm. I bet you won't do that no more. <laughs> I dare you, girl. Oh, now you still got your Facebook account, girl. What you what your Facebook say? Oh, Ooh. did you delete Ooh. it, girl? Yeah, girl. I Ooh. bet you won't do that again. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And maybe that is the lesson. That's the lesson, Clap girl. Back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mike. So for for this last little area of venture, why you into, do that? Why you do that? Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about. This was situation. This is situated in Bellevue, Texas. Bellevue, Bellevue, Texas. but it's not like our Bellevue. It's B E L V I E U. Bellevue, Texas. Sister, what I want to know is this is specifically aimed at Barber Barber's Hill High School. Mm. Barber's Hill High School in Bellevue, Texas. This is what I want to know. What you want? Why? Why can't DeAndre Arnold attend his graduation ceremony? Barbers Hill? Why? I know. Why you got a problem with his dreadlocks? Barbers Mm. Hill High School? What? Barbers Hill High School is saying DeAndre cannot walk in his graduation ceremony unless he cuts his dreadlocks. They you know what? That's some stupid mess right there. What that I mean that is absolutely some stupid racist and I'm going to say bullshit. Girl, look. 
And you know, this is the second one that I've heard. You know, the I've first heard of one it, was the wrestler, the, the wrestler guy, and and he cut him, which I would have been what the. I'd have ran down there and stabbed everybody with them damn scissors. Oh, that oh, sounded a little man. aggressive. Uh, that was aggressive. But anyway, but so still. that made me mad when that was an uproar. And now here we go again. So listen, listen, mm. listen. What does hair have to do with anything? Now, now. If the boy, if okay, if the boy had lice, go sit your ass down and get treated. Okay, I could understand that. You hear me, Audrey? No, for girl, real. Oh, you silly! I can't even with you. If I'm just, I'm, I'm making a case here. If the boy has, has he been cleared from lice? Okay, I'm sure because everything that I've read and seen, no the indication L, the of L life. word has never been mentioned. Okay, because I always try to give every put things into context and give everybody a pass. So I'm like, ooh, that boy probably has some lice. Uh-huh. And somebody that's reported got him. to be the reason why. He's that's the only about... reason I could think of. Right. Okay. He's a so, danger. His hair is a danger, the danger or to a others to to others. somebody else. Yes. You know. Don't nobody want no lice jumping at, at at a graduation ceremony. I could understand that. Mm-hmm. But the boy does not have lice. Yes. Okay? And that was never in the picture. So then I'm thinking, oh, he ain't taking care of them, right? Like they stinking or there's some putrid odor. You know, in my job, um, people gather. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes there can be... A, a an outlier who for whatever reason Body other odor. people start complaining Ooh. about and yeah it's a hygiene thing so he might, he might be musty he might be <laughs> musty people, musty people need, need love too right <laughs> but so that's where I went and that's not the case Mm-mm. none of that and as a matter of fact his um because they brought up, they, the school administration has brought this up before about, you know, having a problem with dreadlocks. So he and his mother are very particular in taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And actually, they look fantastic. And he wears them up in different styles. And it's very masculine. And he looks good. So why can't that young man walk at his graduation? Ain't got nothing to do with his academics. Nothing to do with academics, Mm -hmm. nothing to do with lice, nothing to do with, you know, hygiene. It's disparate treatment. So he just a a young black man walking around with dreadlocks, his neck and and, and his hair and going to school while black. We can't even do that anymore. Mm -mm. Go to school while black and you get an attack for your hair because the white man don't like it. The white man don't understand it. Your natural hair, his natural hair, is distractive to the white man. Mm -hmm. So look here, black boy. Cut your hair. Cut your hair or you can't graduate. You can't graduate. Girl, what does that even sound like on the surface? This is what I hope is happening. Do you know what's happening? Because I know he ain't going to cut his hair. It's still. Oh, they're not going to cut his hair. Mm -mm. And it has gotten national exposure. Um, Ellen. Mm-hmm. I believe Ellen had him on last mm-hmm. week. Okay. So it has gotten national exposure. I don't know as of now if they have changed their mind, but as of last week, they had not. 
Okay. Girl. And then what he, what I could offer, what's his name, DeAndre? Mm-hmm. So, DeAndre, I, I need you to think into your future state because the fact that even if you don't get to walk, you still graduate. Okay. I mean, like, if we got to see this out and ride this out, mm-hmm. then um, you not being able to walk, that's the harm, you know, the emotional harm that is being caused you not to be able to walk. Um but you know, like I'm 62 right now. I don't even. I kind of remember walking the graduation. <laughs> the graduation. I know mine's like, kind of murky. It's kind of murky back there, boo. So as you move forward, you might not. It, you know that becomes less and less relevant. The actual act of walking. Mm-hmm. So I want you to stay in your in the present that. I think you could get paid from this. I th- you know, look, I really do. Like, let them just fully discriminate. Just, just totally decide that walking ain't important. Ellen okay. gave him twenty five thousand dollars. Did she? Yes, she did. Oh, Ellen, yeah, she's so awesome. Oh, uh, but I, I want to make this point. This is what keeps me up at night. Things like this, mm. because when when racism is so blatant, so blatant. I mean, this is this blatant. is this is this situation is all about power and control. It is. It's all about discrimination. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. Right. And so, when it is this blatant, and there are still people that won't see it, can't see it, choose not to see it, and and will defend it. That pisses me off Mm. because tell me what that boy's hair has to do with him graduating. Nothing. Nothing. Mm -mm. Nothing. Besides, it makes them uncomfortable. Okay, then tell me why it makes you uncomfortable. Well, we have a standard code for our school. Nah, that's not what I'm asking you. Mm -hmm. So you got white girls in that school whose hair is longer than he is. Right. Right? Exactly. You going to make them cut their hair? Right. Mm-hmm. Did no, they get, I'm, girl, I'm with did you. Did they get suspended? No. I am so with you. It's so blatant, it just makes my head hurt. Mm-hmm. It makes my head hurt. It, but girl, see, that's where you got to reserve your energy. I know. I know. In this new fight. I spark up. I flare up, and then, you know, I flare back down. I don't stay on 10, but this one got me on 10 for a minute. No, I understand. And I say that we redirect the energy to the DeAndres, so we teach them how to fight. Yeah. Yep. Right. We teach the babies, teach them coming up. We teach them how to fight. We're creating a whole new um, uh, community of humans that won't take that no more. Think about Jaylene. You know, Jaylene. I wish they would. That, honey, Jaylene knows how far to uh, communicate. And then she'll be like, mm, you know, the first thing in her head is, oh, this is an adult. Yep. And I'm not going to... Uh, argue at all with an adult i'm going home and i got i'm deep where do i want to start you know i grandpa great grandpa great grandma grandma auntie ma yeah i mean she got back she knows we always teach her to keep grown folks on grown folks yes so you ain't grown jaylene you you don't stand up there and argue with a grown person you need to make a point 
then you go get the grown person to make the point with the grown person. Right. And so, DeAndre, it's going to be a blur in the mirror in a while about this walking thing. But your pride and your, and I don't even mean pride, your dignity, your humanity, your who you are is in your hair. I get it, boo. I got locks too. Yep. All the way down my back. And I remember when I started them and my spiritual journey with my hair. I wish somebody would. See, you that's know, the part right there. <clears throat> you know, when I got How hired. Long, when, it, when people don't understand dreadlocks is a, a process. It's a commitment. It's it's a journey. It's a journey. It's blood, sweat, and tears. It's it's your soul. It's my soul. It's my spirit in my hair. And when I took the job at PLU, it was really interesting. I I work at PLU, um, Pacific Lutheran University. And uh, you know how they, they got the committee and everything, and they ask you all the questions, and then when it's over, then they say, do you have any questions of us? Mm-hmm. I said, yes, I do. I said, does does anyone have a problem with my hair? Mm-hmm. I put it on the table up front. Said it out loud. Said it out Let's loud. Let's talk about it. And it was shocking mm-hmm. for some. You know, it was, you could see they were like, oh. Oh, wow. You know, and then it was shocking and then it was refreshing because then they were talking about, no, you know, no, I I, I don't have a problem with your hair. You know, it made it personal. Uh-huh. But this usually because is personal. Somebody has a problem with it. And then they got to go dig up a policy to stick next to it to say that it's out of order or whatever, you know, the braids and the locks and the twists and this. I was like, don't start none, won't be none. Just just talk to me about it up front because I'm going to be out front for you, the face of the school, doing admissions and all that kind of stuff. Y'all got a problem with my hair? Let's talk about it Let's at the talk beginning. about it right now in well, the beginning. The whole idea, this is what really bothers me, the whole idea that anybody has the right, especially a school administration. Anybody takes action on the physical attributes of others. The physical attributes. Hair, that's that's a physical attribute, mm-hmm. right? And when they take when they make judgment on it that's the word i want to use judgment when there is judgment about physical attributes of black people that pisses me off mm-hmm. Be- just because my hair ain't your hair your well. hair straight mine's jacked up well actually i bought it but Girl, i'm going to get the receipt for it i'm going to get some new ones but it's still on yours it. though you got a receipt yeah i'm going to get the new down the street, mm-hmm. they got a new new place. But just because, um, <laughs> <laughs> but just because there are differences in our physical attributes, why do you get the right white Texas administration to tell anybody pass judgment on that young man's hair? You don't get to do that. Why you do that? 
Why you do that? That is, that's just a, that's another one. You know what? What, girl? This question that we led off with and this, what this show has been about, Mm -hmm. why you do that? Mm -hmm. You realize all of the uh, answers was, there's no way, there was no answer to the question. (laughs) All of the situations ended up the same. Why you do that? Why you do that? You in, and and while we're talking about the hair, I just need to insert. Don't be putting your hands in our hair Ooh. either, you know, because that right there, I, I'm just taking a moment to just jump on the subject because we were talking about locks. And for many uh, uh, white people, locks are still curious to them. And uh, and so then they just go in like I've had it happen to me where ooh, this was funny. I was at the airport in D.C., and I was coming home. So it was an early morning flight. Like, the flight left at 6 o'clock. So I'm at the airport at 4 o'clock. So, you know, I'm comatose anyway. I'm standing there. And this this white woman comes up to me. Girl, in one swoop. I mean, I didn't even see it coming. Mm -mm. She had her hands in my hair Mm. telling me how beautiful it was. I had an updo. Girl, pet me like a monkey. Pet me like a monkey. Girl, but let me tell you something. She went in on my hair. Girl, I screamed. Ah! <laughs> I woke up everybody in the um in 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 the terminal. <laughs> I screamed. Ah! You're assaulting me. Oh my god, you're assaulting me. <clears throat> you assaulted me. And then she's looking stunned. Uh, and everybody else looking around. Okay, because I'm oh, good at oh, this no, now. Negro, I am you're so supposed good. to stand there and be yeah. petted. Don't and, you know that? Yeah, and I'm like, you assaulted me. What is going on? Girl, you know what she did? What? Start crying. Oh, you know hell. how they do. Oh. You know how they do. They start crying. Right fragility. Oh, I didn't mean anything. And then here I go. Why you crying? Why are you crying? You assaulted me. Why are you crying? I didn't mean to do anything. I said, girl, don't you ever put your hands in my hair. Now you want to see me get ugly? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm awoke now. Ooh, let me calm down. And so then there she is standing there. <laughs> I didn't mean girl, anything. Girl, oh, didn't my God. I was like, mm, girl, you just got a lashing, but you better know. So you you be in the airport and girl, that's somewhere airport. else. I'm going to name her Airport Amy. Lapped. Airport Amy. Airport Amy, Oh, honey. Airport Amy. Yeah. I like Standing that. up all fragile. She was crying because... I responded to her Mm -hmm. because she assaulted me. And yes, when you put your hand in someone's hair without permission, that is assault. Okay. Can I say something? What? Now you done got me mad. I'm thinking of all the times I've been assaulted. Damn it. I think that was a little extra. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously. I I intellectually understand and support your perspective. And in all transparency and truth, girl, I think that was a little extra. Girl, I would. I'm going to tell you right now. When you just get tired. I know. I when know. When you get tired. And that was you in got the tired, morning. You, yeah. 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 She violated me in the morning. It was the perfect storm for that reaction to be there. It was a perfect That's storm for you to be extra. I what believe. Happened. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I promise you, oh. if I save the earth from one hair assaulter at a time, I, you, one yep. at a time, mm-hmm. for all the black girls mm-hmm. 
on this universe that have this same challenge of mm-hmm. straight people walking up, sticking their hands in their hair. Okay. Ashe. Check this out. This is, I'll say this one real quick. This is a why you do that. Mm-hmm. When someone comes of a, a white person, girls come up to me and we're talking about, uh, this just happened a couple uh Last month, we were talking about hair, and a, one of the white girls said that she had extensions, because that's what they call weave, right? And okay. I'm like, oh, the oh, it's beautiful. What are that? I said, well, this is a weave. And she goes, oh, really? And girl, did she reach over? Oh, she got a track, girl? And dug in to try to feel the track. She got to the track. Oh, she did. Girl. That's ooh, she did. She's bold. So I was like, audacity. I was. I did the. I reached up and got Privilege. her and gently pulled her arm, her hand away from my track, my head, and I said, "Ooh, girl, we don't know each other like that." Mm. Mm-hmm, and she was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It just looks so good. I was just, I said, girl, we don't know each other like we that. We don't know each other. And like I just left. I just left it at that." But mm. anyway, I think today uh, that was kind of fun. Why mm-hmm. you do that? And I, why you do that? And we never got an answer. Yeah, we didn't get any answers because why you do that? Why you do that? Why? Mm-hmm. That's why we asking you because it was so crazy and so stupid. Each of those situations. Yep. Impeachment. Um, yeah. Why you do that, Gail? Girl, why you do that, girl? Gail. Camus High School principal lies. Why Lisa, you do why? that? The hell you do that. Mm-hmm. And then DeAndre and DeAndre, graduation. We stand in solidarity mm-hmm. with you, boo. We got you, boo. Uh-huh. You ain't going to remember the, the graduation stuff, child. No, Just you get won't. paid right now. Mm-hmm. Just take your moment in time and get your scholarship money for college. Get all your college paid for. And that's what you say, mm-hmm. why I did that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and right? and, and you hold on to your dreads, boo. And hold on to your dignity, black that's man. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, girl. Well, I guess that's it. Till next time. I love you. All right. Love you, mm-hmm. too. Drop the mic. Boom. Peace. Thank you for listening to What Say You. If you have conversation ideas or want to follow up on what you heard, please contact Melanie by email at melanie at missmelanie.com. M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E at M-I-S-S-M-E-L-A-N-N-I-E dot com. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. The What Say You podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and We Art Tacoma. This is Channel 253.